Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Stone Cold Facts. Stone Cold Felts. Where we get the scoop straight from the international man of mystery, Stone Money Felt, about what makes him tick and the misdeeds he may have done. And that's the bottom line. The Stone Sets Up. It's Stone Cold Facts time. T-Bone on his way to one winning drive. But time to learn about the man with the mystery. It's Stonefelt. We got four questions today, guys. And as okay. always, if you want to ask questions, you are free to. Thank you. We appreciate that. I would say I have a very wide music taste. I okay. like a little bit of this, a little bit of that. <clears throat> and I'm not going to lie, I fancy country music from time to time. I um, figured as much. I'm in the minority, maybe, but I like it. Really? I don't think you're in the minority. Really? Up where you live, it's probably huge. Well, yeah, that, that's, that's true. That's yeah. true. Who is my favorite country artist? Mm. Morgan Wallen. I've never. I gotta admit, I don't know who that is. I know who it is, but I don't. I couldn't name a song. Is that does a guy sing, or a gal? Does he Morgan sing another? Does, either. does he sing another? Another whiskey glasses or whatever? Whiskey glasses. Yeah, that is I, one of yeah. Yep. I know that song. Luke Combs. Yeah, he's like a big guy. Garth okay. Brooks. I know Garth. Or George Strait. I hope it's George Strait because that's real country. That's old school. George Strait's legit. So the first. I like all these people. The fir- I will admit. The first two guys are younger guys. Garth is then. 80s, 90s. 80s, 90s. And I like Garth. I've seen him in concert a few times. I'm not a country fan, but I like him. Uh, George Strait is definitely old school. I'm leaning Morgan Wallen here. I'm pulling. He's an old soul. I'm saying George Strait. All the kids love Morgan Wallen. Ken knows me too well. He knows me too Gigi's got you figured out. He really does. He really, really does. Gigi needs to hook you up with the right gal, because Gigi seems to know the the inner... he can find my soulmate. Baloney more like than it. anybody else. I, the inner balone? Yeah. Uh, I think I need to ha- spend time with the balone when he's with the ladies, and then I pick and the one And then you pick the right. winner. Yes. Gotcha. <laughs> well, who would have been second? Out. Who would have been second there? Probably Garth. Okay. I'm a my huge Garth. My parents really like Garth Brooks. Gotcha. Up, so. Who's Steel like? He doesn't like country music. He likes hip-hop. He likes, I was going to guess hip-hop. Yeah, okay. he's, we're different. Okay. Yeah. So, you know... It's that time of the year where it's getting colder out, right? You watch it little, maybe a little more TV, a little more Netflix. Sure. What show have I recently gotten into oh on boy. Netflix? Hmm. I'm not going to know any of these. Wednesday. That's the new Wednesday. Yeah, yeah Adam I do show. know that one. Yeah. Stranger Just Things. The cramps. Uh. Stranger Things. Right. Thirteen Reasons Why. I, is that not really new, or is that still going on? It's I still know that started on. a while back. And Stranger Things isn't new either. Right. So well, it's still going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And going. Big Mouth. Don't know anything so about you, Big Yeah, I, I've heard of all of them. The only one I've... What, I what, think I know this one. What was the first one again? Wednesday. Yeah, the only one I've seen is Stranger Things, so that's what I'm going to say. 
I I know my man Stoney likes the goth chicks a little. Yeah. Bit. He's Wednesday. got a little bit of a goth thing. And Wednesday is the quintessential. What's the girl's name who stars in that? She's Jenna Ortega. Jenna Ortega is like the, the it girl right now. So is your guess Wednesday? I'm going Wednesday. I'm going Stranger Things. I think Stoney likes the punk rock. He likes the surf rock a little bit. You got the cramps. She's dancing to the cramps. Jason was at the the casino last week. And he pointed someone out. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. Jason, that's that's right up my alley. That's like the M.O. right there, right? And he's like, yep. So Jason definitely had an inside track here. And it's Wednesday. I pay attention to everything, Stoney. Is the show good? It's it's good. It's not great. 7 out of 10, I'd say. Let's see. Wh- I've attended, Not 100%. No. I've attended a game in which of these leagues? WNBA, G League, MLS, or Arena Football League? Ooh. Is this a repeat offender? No. We have not had this one. No, no, at least not when I've been here. But uh, say them again, please. So, WNBA, yeah. G League, mm. MLS, or the Arena Football League? That is now not existent. So I feel like when we were talking about the go-go that he may have mentioned he's been to a G League game. That, that's, that's. Uh, I think you said WNBA? That was one of them. Yeah. I, th- I say WNBA. All right, Stan MLS. And the fourth one was what? The Arena Football League. Yeah, that, there, was, that, that there was a exists. team that it's played extinct. in the, Yes, but he could have gone when it was played. Then they played in Baltimore, I think. Yep. Baltimore, I don't know. Yeah. I think you were true. You were almost giving yourself away there. Uh, I, I, can't, I forget the team name. Uh, um, I'm going to go Arena Football. I feel like he gave a tell there. I'm playing my I poker face. I forget the team name. Yeah. Man, but, are going but, that? Okay. Yeah, I'm going Arena Football. Jason? WMBA. It's arena football. Ah, he gave it that down. doesn't even count. Yes, it does. He it said, counts? which league did he go to? He went to a game in the arena football league. <laughs> Is that really professional? They it, played it, the arena They got bowl, paid to play. And I was there. It was awesome. If someone gets... But you were at the arena bowl? Yeah. The it was in Baltimore. Yeah. yeah. What was that? Years? It was like oh, 2016, 2018, something like that. Was that the team that Leonsis owned? Yep, I think so. He owned all, he owned all, both of he them. He owned like the whole Baltimore league. Brigade. He still found yeah, a way not brigade. to win the title. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, the yeah. one team he didn't own won it, I yeah. think. Yeah. I, my poker pass got, helped me there, there, Stoney, because <laughs> so, you gave a tell. I have a tell. Well, this may kill future Stoney Stone Cold facts. So you've, ne- you've never been to an NBA game? I've been to one. Okay. NHL? Zero. Uh, MLS? Zero. Zero was on the list. Right. Uh, and you've obviously been to baseball. Yeah, NFL, Ravens. And a lot of Towson Tigers games. Oh, yeah, definitely. We got one more here. Which of these Hall of Fames have I been to? Mm. The Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, National Baseball Hall of Fame, Pro Football Hall of Fame, or the Naismith Memorial Basketball Hall of Fame? Wow. See, if you were at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, why wouldn't you also go to the Football Hall of Fame? It's an hour away. Or vice versa. Yeah. I'm gonna say you've been to Cooperstown. Yeah, that's what that was my lean as well. Cooperstown sounds very uh, Stone Feltish. I'm going Cooperstown. Oh, for two on that one. Whoa. It was they the Smith? NFL Pro Football. Oh, game. I was just there this summer. I went there summer of 2012. So. Did, we didn't have a discussion about that. I don't feel like we did. I don't think we did. No. Yeah, I went with my dad this summer when we went to Cleveland to see the Orioles by the Guardians. Nothing new with the hitch, the hinge, the hangouts, the I mean, three look, H's. There's, there's been messages runs? exchanged back and forth, but there has been no hangouts, no meetups. Messages exchanged with gals that you have had hangouts with, or these no. this is a whole new crew? A whole new crew, a whole new matches. The a sleepover posse, nothing from them? That's completely over? They, you burned those bridges? Uh, they ditched me. I, really? I can't fully explain what happened. So, really. like, I'm sure there are still group texts that, have, that like, chains that uh, exist, or did they expunge those? Or, like, have you sent 
text back out into that group thing and they just don't respond? So, not the group. I've texted people individually. Yeah. And there has been no response back. Wow. I, I can't explain it, Jason. I don't know. Is there any you know, target? an IA investigation any, into that. Yeah, target runs in your future? Maybe. I, I might be on the the apps now trying to arrange something. We'll see. Bowling? We'll see Did you happens. hear the Patterson bowling lanes closed like, yeah. suddenly last yeah, week? That sucks. Somebody had like a birthday party plan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was reading about it in the banner. And I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw my man Kyle under the bus here. Please do. So you know, I went on that hangout date with his girlfriend's roommate. We yes. went bowling down yes. at College Park. So what does he do this week? He goes bowling with his girlfriend to the same place. Her roommate. He's copying me. Well, whatever happened with that? You. This that, was the, the smart gal. Yeah, I, she just. Again, didn't stop, work. Stop responding. Yeah. Ghosted. Really? Just ghosted, ghosted you? She ghosted you the balloon. Ghost, you don't ghost I, You don't ghost Stoney? the I know. Wow. What doesn't kill you makes you stronger, Jason. That's right. Well, there's something to that. Yeah. It's a, isn't that what uh, what uh, Christina Aguilera said? Or, or, Kelly I don't think Kelly she's Carson. the first to say it. Whatever. Trying to, trying to think who. T- she had a song called Stronger, I think. Uh, but alas, coming up next. She had that fighter song. Yeah, that one. Yes. Northern Exposure. We hear from Kevin Stefanski. What did he think of Deshaun Watson? He's going to tell you next here on The Fan. Jason Lockenfora and Ken Wyman on The Fan. Northern Exposure on Inside Access. Sponsored by Plaza Ford. See why customers have trusted Plaza Ford for more than 85 years. Get quality vehicles and superior service at Plaza Ford. Bel Air Road in Bel Air or online at plazaford.com. Jason Lockenfora and Ken Wyman traverse the AFC North. 105.7 I don't think so. I, I think Deshaun uh, understands the role he plays for us in, in, in our offense, on our team. I think he really narrows his focus to make sure that he's ready to go on Sunday. Kevin Stefanski, the head coach of the Cleveland Browns, was asked if Watson was putting a lot of pressure on himself. Deshaun Watson was 12 of 22 for 131 yards, no touchdowns, and an interception. He rushed seven times for 21 yards. Browns did beat the Texans in large part because the Texans are horrible. But Deshaun Watson was not good Sunday. No, he was bad. Look, we we talked to Aditi Kinkabwala, what, about an hour ago. She was on doing sidelines for that mm. game. Um, she talked about how rough it was. He didn't look crisp. He didn't look accurate. He didn't look comfortable. Um, it looked like somebody who, you know, hadn't played an elite years. athlete, but who, you know, was dropped out of a helicopter, you know, with a pa- parachuting into a scenario that he hadn't been a part of in years with guys he never played with before in his life in the middle of an NFL season. You know, what would the experiment look like if you took a previous Pro Bowl quarterback, you know, had him um, exposed for the super creep that he is, get suspended, spend two years not playing football, and then come back, you know, in week 14 or whatever. Like, well, yeah, that it looked pretty bad. I don't think it gets markedly better this week. Uh, the Bengals are due to beat the Browns. I don't think the Browns necessarily have the secret sauce. And trust me, Joe Burrow's acutely aware that he hasn't beat the team on the other side of the state yet. Um, and I think Deshaun Watson will turn the ball over several times in this football game. Well, you asked when Watson could be back to his old form. Kevin Stefanski, when do you think Deshaun Watson will be back to his old form? I don't know if I could put you know, a time frame on that type of thing, Jake. I, just, I, I know he's working very hard. He's locked in on the game plan, working hard out of practice, so... Uh, like I mentioned to you guys before, I think there were things that come up in your first game back that 
that you have to just correct. And I think all those things are what we're working on uh, Monday, you know, day after the game, and then into today uh, as well. No timetable, Jason. I don't know that's going to happen this year, if at all. Uh, no, I think it's it's going to be a tall task. And look, the the reality is, okay, it didn't bite them last week because they overcame the pick, they overcame the safety, not because he got better or they got better on offense, but because they had a, a, a kick return touchdown, they had a fumble return touchdown, uh-huh. and they had an INT return touchdown because they were playing Kyle Allen and the Houston Texans. He's not an NFL quarterback. They're not an NFL franchise. They you don't get to him. play them every week. Yeah, You don't get to play them every week. So this guy's not going to get markedly better. They're going to need the better quarterback, Jacoby Brissett, to win these games. There ain't no way in hell they're playing the better quarterback. The owner would come down from the owner's box and fire everybody. So they're stuck with this. And this week they play a real team. And he's not going to be better. And he looks like a dude who's effed in the head. And he should be, frankly, effed in the head. He shouldn't be playing football. But he is, and I don't think the football gods are going to shine upon him anytime soon. By the way, Kyle Allen, who was starting because Davis Mills got benched, that was his first start of the year. Well, they're going back to Davis Mills this week, the Texans, after that display by Kyle Allen. One more cut from Kevin Stefanski. Jason mentioned they're playing the Bengals. Talks about this big game against the Bengals. Going on the road, division opponent. Uh, I think everybody knows what's at stake. Uh, We understand uh, the magnitude of the game, all those type of things. But really for us, what we do is we, we lock in on the opponent. We lock in on the game plan. We focus on Wednesday. So that's really where we are today, trying to make sure we have a really good day of preparation. Uh, this is a team that we know well. They know us well. All those things when you talk about division opponents. Really well coached, great players across that roster. So we, uh, we have to be about our business if you want to try and win on the road against a really good football team. Big game, and as you mentioned, Jason, Joe Burrow knows he hasn't beaten them yet. He's got that in the back of his head, and he also knows they got beat down by them earlier this year. Yeah, they did. I mean, that was the worst outing of the season for the Bengals. And look, I mean, look, maybe the the Browns do have a few things that they do defensively that work well. There are teams that have the the magic elixir for other teams, but – this Bengals offense is really humming right now, and I love what P. Ryan's bringing to the table for them. And I was going to ask uh, you about him because, the, the, you know, they're talking about, well, they're going to get Mixon back at some point, but P. Yeah, Ryan is running be, so I well. I be taking him off the field. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I think the Bengals are going to take this game quite seriously. No, it's the, the, the P. Ryan thing is fascinating to me because he runs – like, Mixon's a really good running back, but P. Ryan runs with uh, – uh, a violence to him that that Mixon doesn't, and it's against Kansas City. It works really well. Well, you could even go back to the Ravens game, right? Because that was one of the lesser performances for the Bengals' offense. Where it started to look good for them is when they went hurry up. They went two minute and four minute, and that put P Ryan on the field. And he, the Ravens, had trouble with him in the screen game. So there, there had a, there was a case to be made that despite what they're paying Joe Mixon, there should be a little bit more P Ryan, and I think there will be from here on out. Your opinion is is Kevin Stefanski on the hot seat? Yeah, um, I, I don't see a scenario in which if if this offense continues to look like that. You know, he's stuck with the quarterback and the owner I'm talking about. And um, somebody's going to have to pay. And, yeah, nothing would surprise me with Jimmy Haslam. They're, they are um, an erratic 
poorly run franchise. Inside access here on a Wednesday. T-Bone is out at one winning drive. He'll be back around 5 o'clock. Ravens getting ready for their game against the Steelers. But coming up next, get your money ready. We get our best bets with our buddy Tim Murray from VEASAN. Who does he like in the Army-Navy game? Where is he putting his money? He's going to tell you next here on The Fan. Inside access with Jason and Ken. Inside Access pushes the legal limit. High Rollers with Jason and Ken. 105.7 The Fan. It's a Wednesday, which means we head out to the Ashley Furniture Guest Hotline and talk to our friend Tim Murray, who is out in the desert for VSIN. And Tim, good afternoon. Thank you, as always, for joining us. So let's start with this. Army-Navy, it's big yeah, every year, especially big in our area, but big around the country. Do you have a gambling lean on this one? So everyone will talk about the total. Um, the total is a microscopic 32 and a Jeez. half. The under has hit 16 consecutive times in this game. Now, all unders aren't made equal. Yeah. You've got to look at what those totals were when they played this game. So uh, I am not racing to play the under. We had a very prominent gambling college football gambling mind on our show last night, Brad Powers, and he said – this thing touches 31, he's going over. So he thinks there is a buy point to the over. Um, what's interesting, though, the market's moving in Navy's favor. Uh, it was open Army a favorite. They are now Navy, that is, uh, is a slight favorite. Uh, two, two and a half points. I played them earlier this week at a pick. Uh, what I would do uh, personally is if you want to play Navy like I do, I would find the cheapest money line price out there. Uh, and roll with that because you know these games get are pretty close, obviously over the years, and the point spread is telling you that. But I, I just think Navy, the way they wrapped up the regular season, guys, with their performance in Baltimore against Notre Dame, their performance against UCF to wrap up the regular season with a win over uh, that Golden Knights team that went to the AAC championship game and coincidentally is actually playing at Navy uh, for their bowl game. I just like the way Navy's been finished finish off the season. They are tremendous at stopping the run. Uh, they are top five in the country in doing so. Uh, I had some skepticism. Okay, how good are they? And then, you know, they proved that they're pretty darn good. Notre Dame's a team that wants to run the ball on you, and they, they blitzed a lot on the Irish, especially in the second half, and they were able to get home, and uh, they pretty much shut down that Notre Dame offense completely in the second half. So, um, you know, Ty Lavatai being out is is a big loss there for the – for the mids, but you've got uh, Xavier Arline, who's who's played better uh, down the stretch. So I think this offense is starting to figure things out. I also love the fact, guys, that Navy and Army have the same amount of time to prepare. Uh-huh. You know, Navy in recent years usually plays the weekend after Thanksgiving. I remember my first year on the broadcast team for the mids. It was 2016. Navy played the AAC championship game the week before the Army-Navy game, and that was when the streak came to a close. So they've had both equal rest time. So uh, I'm rolling with the mids here. Maybe a little uh, partial, obviously, with uh, with my ties to uh, to Navy. But, no, I'm uh, I'm rolling with the mids. I think they win this game on Saturday. Bowl season is, I guess, oh, yeah, pretty baby. much upon us. Next, um, next Friday, JLC, yeah, baby, yeah. get ready. <laughs> it'll be, it'll be it's the most amazing. wonderful time of the year. Yes, that's what they tell me. Uh, anything you're looking at there, uh, 
currently? Yeah, so it's 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 obviously kind of you're trying to play a little bit of armchair psychologist. Who's going to be motivated? Who's not going to be motivated? You know, there have been opt-outs at plenty already. You know, Florida will be without their starting quarterback, Anthony Richardson. Uh, that's the Las Vegas Bowl coming up uh, a week from Saturday. Uh, you look at the news just coming out, not surprising, but Notre Dame will be without their starting tight end, yeah. uh, Michael Mayer, which makes a lot of sense uh, for him to to opt out of this game. They'll also be without their starting quarterback, which was a little more surprising in Drew Pine. Uh, a game that I did play today and the number just got up to 10 um you know Purdue just lost their coach today Jeff yes. Rom to Louisville. Louisville and LSU I think you know I, I think the mindset most people would think hey LSU's not going to be motivated they just played in the SEC championship game I don't know if that's necessarily true because their best player most talented player Kayshawn Booty uh or Boutte uh their wide that's receiver how I say it Announced he's coming back. He said, I'm coming back for another year. So clearly there's there's some juice building there for LSU. I think they have the chance to put it on Purdue, who just lost their coach. I don't know if you saw the text message circling around from Jeff Brom. Not the best look from uh, from old Coach Brom there. So uh, that's what I'm looking at. Uh, Will Levis announced that he is yeah. out for the bowl game, and he's uh, headed pro, the Kentucky quarterback. So you've seen a flip of favorites there. Uh, maybe Iowa worth a look, but Iowa's dealing with all their quarterback issues. So, yeah, uh, bowl season is 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 all about trying to figure out and handicap who's going to be motivated. One, if you're wondering, uh, Maryland is a favorite, and Maryland was one of my favorite plays last bowl season because I would thought they were going to be incredibly motivated against a Virginia Tech team that wouldn't care and had you know fired their coach. Yeah. I don't know yet. I haven't decided what I'm going to do here because NC State's without their starting quarterback as well. Um, but I think there could be some motivation there for the Wolfpack too. They had a you know underwhelming season, but playing kind of in their backyard there in Charlotte. So uh, I'll keep my eyes on that. No official play on that one yet. Uh, one final one before we kind of jump into the bigger games. I, I think I'm going to take the points with Washington. Uh, they're playing in the Alamo Bowl. Uh, that's on December 29th. Uh, Washington, if USC wins, they're going to the Rose Bowl. So, yeah, they're probably not super thrilled to be going to San Antonio. However, it's the first year of their head coach, Kalen DeBoer. Michael Penix Jr., their quarterback, announced at their uh, uh, banquet that he's coming back for another year. Somehow he still has eligibility. I don't know how, but, you know, he's coming back. Uh, And then Texas, uh, I would imagine, will be without their running back, B. John Robinson, in that game. So I think, you know, Washington may be worth a look there as a six point underdog against Texas. That one, uh, December 29th, that game, honestly, guys might be the most, one of the more entertaining games of the whole bowl season. There's gonna be a ton of points in that game. Tim Murray. Uh, when we spoke last week, we felt like Caleb Williams was a lock for the Heisman based on what he did against Utah last Friday and what Max Duggan did in a loss. Did, did Duggan or anybody else close the gap in your mind? I don't think so. Um, you know, he's he's still Caleb Williams. That is is still a, a a significant favorite to win the Heisman Trophy. I mean, Max Duggan. Uh, if people watched that game, I mean, the dude gave it everything oh. he possibly could have had. I mean, he he was you know banged up beyond belief at at the end of that game. But I just don't think he did enough statistically to uh, to get this award. I think it's Caleb's to win. Uh, my 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 only gripe is you know 
I don't understand why we continue to limit the amount of people that go to this ceremony. Like Hendon Hooker from Tennessee and Blake Corum from Michigan deserve to be there. It's a television show. It's the most boring television yeah, show like, of the year. Just bring six, seven guys, honor them, and it, it still goes back, and I know uh, SID to the stars, Scott Strassmeyer tweeted about this from Navy. It, 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 to me, it goes back to that year where they didn't invite Keenan Reynolds, and I'm like, well, what's the point? You know, It's a terrible television show. Let's tell some stories about some great players. You know, it's not, and I know my, some people might be rolling their eyes saying, well, you know, oh, that's the type of mentality where, you know, everyone gets a trophy. No, only one person gets the trophy. But you can bring a bunch of people and honor them for having a remarkable season. So, look, Stetson Bennett gets to go from Georgia. He really has no, uh, you know. He's, op- he's an adult, uh, yeah. Tim. He shouldn't yeah, be in the. By the way, you, did you see the, the tweet yesterday? About him and Lamar Jackson? They're yeah. the same age? Yes. It's amazing. It's crazy. Yeah. It is, it's wild. And Lamar Jackson won the Heisman Trophy, what, six years ago? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. He won the 2016 Heisman Trophy. Yeah. <laughs> They're the same Stetson age. Bennett should be disqualified for being it's 25. And yeah. Yeah. He's getting uh, checks from AARP, you know. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah. Anything you're looking at with your Golden Domers? So this is fascinating. So the line has come down to three. I'm just going to sit back and wait um, on this one because Notre Dame opened around a five, five-and-a-half-point favorite. I thought that was a bit inflated. Um, I do think South Carolina will be pretty motivated in this game. Uh, Jacksonville, if people are wondering, Notre Dame and South Carolina are playing in the Gator Mm. Bowl December 30th. Uh, I'm sure uh, Maryland fans have some fond memories of Scotty McBrien throwing like 70 (laughs) touchdowns against West Virginia. What was that? January 1st of 2004. Um, But... I'm going to wait because I do think Notre Dame has some advantages up front. I think they can run the ball. Their whole entire offensive line will be playing. Um, You know, opt-outs shouldn't really affect them there. So I'll see how this goes. I I do think there will be some motivation from Notre Dame as well. I think this is just going to be, at the end of the day, you know, your typical football game. I I don't expect one team to be more motivated than the other in this one. Spencer Rattler is the fascinating one to me. Because playing his tail off. Two years ago, we were saying he's going to be the number one pick in the draft. Then he loses his job to Caleb Williams, transfers to South Carolina, is playing like you know, you know what for most of the year, and then he has the Tennessee performance, follows it up pretty solid performance against Clemson. So I think there's some buzz right now on him. Um, I imagine he'll play. I wouldn't be stunned if he didn't, but uh, I imagine he'll play. So. Um, yeah, I, I would, uh, maybe lean towards the Irish in that one, but, uh, nothing, uh, nothing concrete yet. I'll sit back and wait. Cause I do expect Notre Dame's edge rusher, Isaiah Foskey, probably to opt out as well. And does that move the line to under three? It's possible. So we will, uh, we'll see. Also, Notre Dame has no idea who they're playing at quarterback. <laughs> kind of an issue. That, yeah. That's fun. Hey, <laughs> Tim, I want to ask you a big picture college football yeah. uh, question with the playoff expanding to 12 in two years. And opt-outs being the norm now in non-playoff bowl games. I know there's a lot of TV money in bowl games, but what is the future of the bowl games when we get to 12? Well, right now, the future of the bowl games is they'll be quarterfinals. Um, So the Rose Bowl, the Orange Bowl, the Fiesta Bowl, all of these games will be 
quarterfinals. As for the the lower level bowl games, that's a great question. I imagine they'll still exist, and you know you'll get plenty of opt outs. But you, you look you the what I in a perfect world, I, what I would absolutely love to see, and I don't know if we'll ever get, is more of these crossover group of five versus power five games in the in the non big bowl games. You know. We only really have one or two each and every bowl season. And, you know, the, the military bowl used to be AAC versus the ACC. Now it's it still is that. I think it's uh, Duke and UCF this year. So, you know, that's one. Um, you get it in the Mountain West Championship. So I'll say this, though. I am a big uh, a proponent to the expansion. I'm excited about it. Not that if I had, you know, if I didn't like it, it would change. But... I think we see less opt-outs. I know Jackson Smith and Jigba uh, opted out, but he's not healthy, man. And I know Todd McShay said, you know, went on you know ESPN and said he was healthy, and now there's been a whole bunch of pushback. But I think more often than not, uh, you know, for instance, right, you know, if Kentucky were in the playoff, Will Levis, I think, would play. If Notre Dame were in the playoff, I think Michael Mayer right. would play. I have zero issue with Will Levis, Michael Mayer, et cetera, opting out of a – you know, an exhibition game. But yeah. I think the expansion of the playoff limits the opt-outs. And I'll say this. The third Saturday in December is going to become one of the best days on the sports calendar when you've got four games happening on campuses across the country. You're going to see the likes of, you know, USC traveling to an SEC school or, you know, an SEC school going out west or, you know, elements of the weather in, in Michigan and Ohio State, you know, Penn State, et cetera. I think it's going to be phenomenal for college football. I know a lot of people say, well, it's going to devalue the regular season. Maybe, but I, I don't think it will. I, I still think we're going to sit down on Saturdays. We're going to watch important games. And look, this past weekend, that didn't have much value. TCU lost, and, and they're, they're still, still number three. Yeah. So, you know, what did that actually mean? USC lost. They're bounced out. I get it. Um, but, you know, jockeying for home field. If the if the playoff was this year, guys, uh, you would look at TCU and Ohio State would be playing a home game as opposed to getting a bye. The top four teams have to win their conference, so that would mean, as awful as it sounds, Clemson and Utah actually would have had buys this year <laughs> in the new playoff format moving forward. Tim Murray lets people know what's going on at VEASAN. Yeah, each and every weeknight, myself, and uh, apparently uh, the, uh, the, the Brock Purdy is the new Sean King. That's what I heard. Oh, wow. Uh, so he's my co-host, uh, Sean King, former Tampa Bay Buccaneer. Uh, each and every weekday night, 6 to 9 p.m. Eastern. And then if you want more bowl love, we got plenty of it with the uh, VEASAN College Football Betting Podcast. Tim, thanks as always, buddy. We'll talk next week. Thanks, my All man. All right, boys. See ya. Coming up next here on the program, T-Bone is at the castle. We'll be hearing from him in around five. But Tyler Huntley, we are expecting him to start. They won't announce it officially yet. But who could benefit from Huntley playing on offense? We're going to tell you next here on The Fan. Inside Access with Jason Kahn. Jason and Tim sit in the bleachers. Ken sits in his brother's seats behind home plate. Inside Access, 105.7 The Fan. Our players have a lot of confidence in him, you know, and uh, I'm, I'm sure the team like the Steelers is going to be looking to, if he's out there, you know, and, and he's probably going to take most of the reps this week. 
you know, they'll be preparing for both guys, I would think. But you know, both guys play a similar game. And we run the same basic offense with both players, so not really going to change anything in terms of preparation, I don't think. But he's, he is experienced. He's been out there last year. He's out there for five, six, seven games, right? This year now. So um, that's if that's the way it goes, that's the way it goes. We'll be excited to play, and our guys will be fired up. John Harbaugh talked on Monday about preparing with Tyler Huntley, and he took all the reps today. John, uh, Lamar Jackson did not practice. He's not going. Uh, Lamar no. Jackson is not going to take no. any rep this week. Well, I'm just speaking as to what he's saying. He's yes. he's he's acting like there's a chance. We don't think there's a chance. He will not but, be active for yeah. this game. Uh, but Tyler Huntley, we are preparing for him to start Sunday. He's a little different, even though Harp said it's the same offense. It is ish, like. Tyler Huntley doesn't push the ball down the field. No. So could there be guys who maybe eat a little more with Huntley quarterback than with Lamar? I think Isaiah Likely is someone to me to watch. Um, Isaiah Likely was obviously the star of the preseason on the offensive side of the ball. He did the bulk of that. Well, it wasn't any Lamar, right? He did the bulk of that with Huntley. Mm-hmm. Um we saw him show up in big spots after he recovered from the stinger enough to get back in the game. And I just think, you know, force feeding the ball to Mark Andrews is probably going to do more bad than good right now, given, you know, who they have, who opposing coordinators are going to really worry about taking away. So, yeah, I think Isaiah likely intermediate stuff. He might see more volume than than what he has gotten to this point in the regular season I also think a guy and we saw it a little bit Sunday but a guy like Devin Duvernay maybe finally gets activated a little more in the running game out of necessity because you don't have the athlete that Lamar Jackson is a quarterback I think that would make a lot of sense and again we see Huntley a lot of times quick passes to the sidelines right and and right out in the the near flat getting Duvernay into those areas certainly um, in theory would work. I, I I do wonder though. Like as this goes on, boy, everything becomes a high traffic area when yeah. the other team knows the ball's not going more than seven sure. yards downfield. You know, guys really start paying a price to move the ball. You know, four to six yards. We downfield. saw that last year. My Hollywood Brown was getting the crap kicked yeah. out of him, and I think the body language on Hollywood Brown by the end of the year was like, I don't know. Yeah, I'm not long for this. Yeah, like, like he, yeah, he caught a lot of. I'm passes. not a running back. Yeah. So, you know, that's going to be interesting to watch. And you look you look at their body types and, you know, that's why I, I kind of like look at Likely and say he's built to withstand a little bit of that stuff. If he's going to be, you know, targeted, I don't know, eight times any given Sunday and none of those balls are going that far downfield, like who, who can kind of handle that, right? Like, um, you know, Deshaun Jackson, you're hoping that he can take, you know, with his wiggle and yeah. burst that he takes something short and makes it a big gain. But, you know, how how – is he really 100% healthy? And how much of a pitch count is he on? Um, he certainly seems – it seems like he's being monitored pretty closely. Yeah, and, and they did throw one deep ball to him once Huntley came in. He overthrew him. I don't know that you're going to get – and not that he was getting volume with Lamar, but Lamar hit that big pass, what, in Jacksonville. I don't know that you're going to see that as much with Tyler Huntley in the game. No. It's, no. it's it's what did you say with with uh, Lamar? It's deep to short. With Huntley, it's short to deep. I think so. And if he sees something short before he gets deep, he, he's not reading it deep. Inside access here on a Wednesday. T Bone will be back in about an hour. But coming up next, 
Not a, we always liked hearing from Tom Brady, from Aaron Rodgers. What's going on in the National Football League? League at large next here on The Fan. Inside Access on The Fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.